Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Once again, good morning. Good morning to you, and may the peace of God overwhelm you, and may the truth of the words of Jesus touch your heart. I'm going to share out of John chapter 14 today, and these are all words of Jesus. In fact, you see in John, if you have a red letter edition of the Bible, that Jesus speaks over half the time in the book of John, and it shares some incredible truths to the disciples and to the believers that are listening. Dear Heavenly Father, in Jesus' holy name I come to you, asking you to guide our lives, open our hearts, that we may see you through the Word of God. Jesus, I love you. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for being with all those that are listening today. And God, anoint them with your Spirit right now. May the Spirit of God fall afresh on them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, we all need the Spirit of God because we've all had our ups and downs in life. Man, I think through my life and all the different <laughs> occasions and all the crazy times I had growing up and think about some of those <laughs> at times I did some bonehead things, as my dad would say, years ago, uh, that when I was in a huge snowstorm in Caldwell years ago, and I was driving out with my friends Warren and Marty to a to Greenleaf Friends Academy. We went to school at Greenleaf, which I love and I support because they are, it's a great school, by the way. But I was on the way, we was going through a back road out by Greenleaf, and we were going up this hill. There's some people named the Holmes just to live in the bottom of this hill, and we'd go up this hill to get to the school. Well, it was very snowy that day. I had an old 55 Plymouth that my grandmother gave me. They bought a new one in 55, and this was in 1971 or 72. And uh, we were driving down the road, and and it was it, they cleared a path on the right side where I was driving up the hill. Well, when we got up the top of the hill, it it there was this this three foot literally all the way across the road snowbank on the other side of the road, and so. My friends, Warren and Marty, they said, oh, hey, just drive through that. You can make it. Don't You won't get stuck. And I thought, no, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a risk taker, folks. That is not me whatsoever. And But they, they talked and talked, and Marty finally talked me into doing it. And so I, I gunned that old 55 Plymouth and started going through the snow drift. And guess what? I landed straight in the middle of that. Could not move. Could not move. So I'm on the other, the wrong side of the road. On a, in a snowdrift, nobody out there. Pretty soon, along comes the chairman of the board at Greenleaf. His name was Morris Ankeny, great guy. But Morris <laughs> came out and and asked what <laughs> he could see what we were doing. And of course, you know, I'm the one in trouble because I was driving a car, so I had to go into the principal's, principal's office once they got me out of there. And when I got back and kind of explained, and of course. I, you know, didn't didn't tell on the boys. I just said, oh, we just thought we'd uh, go through this snow drift. I, I just, some of those thoughts just come to mind, dumb bonehead things that you do, you know. I, I got a whole list of those. I could share with you uh, one after another. And even in the recent years, in the last four years, I've told you that I have fell and, and cracked my ribs three times in four years on crazy things. Once I was carrying a... Uh, a generator with my Pastor Max, and we were going, well, anyway, started getting momentum because it weighed so heavy, and 
At the end of it, I fell over the top of it and landed straight on my ribs and cracked three ribs. Then the next year, I was moving my garbage can. At the same month, I was moving my garbage can, and I did not put the lid on. I just left the lid down, and I was pushing it, and my foot hit that lid, and I went over the top of it and broke uh, three more. And then I had a, a year off, and then I was mowing my lawn. And I don't know what, I have a you know one of those mowers that automatically self-propelled. And I don't know if I turned or what, but I'm top-heavy, because I'm heavy, especially I've got a nice-sized stomach, you know. And, and I, uh, I just got lost momentum, and I landed on my ribs, and I fractured my ribs again. That was, that was I think, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And so it was like, all these crazy things happen. So guess what I did this year, just recently? And I know, I hope my wife's not listening because she didn't want me to share because she's, people are going to think you are just <laughs> uncoordinated. <laughs> she's right. I'm not uncoordinated, but I just make some bonehead decisions. So I'm in there at ICCU. By the way, ICCU on uh, Overland, uh, over by Locust Grove, great people, great friends of mine, and I just, I love them. So I go in there and I talk to them all the time. So I'm back there talking to Crystal, one of the ladies, and then I turn around and I take off. I'm in a hurry, so I take off. I do not see this glass coffee table that's right about two foot off the ground, and I run straight into it. Oh, I jam my shin into it, and it started bleeding. They came running over. I was embarrassed. It was like, are you kidding me? And, I, and of course, I broke the coffee table, and they said they'd been going to get rid of that anyway. Well, they got rid of it now. It wasn't their fault. It was my fault, but uh, they were so loving and kind, and Man, I still bother. This has been two weeks, and it still uh, uh, bothered me. But you know, a lot of things happen to people. Just a lot of things in life happen to people, and we just need Jesus to walk with us, and He, he will see us through some of those uh, poor choices. And I know this was just story time today. I don't know. I just felt like sharing those stories with you. But I'm, I'm hoping to stay on my feet for a while now. The good news is I didn't crack any ribs this year yet. So thank the Lord for that. Well, John chapter 14, verse 15 says, this is Jesus talking, if you love me, keep my commands. Okay, that's a big word right there, if, I-F, you can spell that. Even I can spell that. If you love me, keep my commands. So many people say they love Jesus. Oh, yeah, I love him. Well, if you do, then keep his commands. He says, ask And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit of God. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, and for he lives within you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. He's promised he would never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us. Jesus is with us through the good, through the bad, and through the ugly. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, he's telling the disciples, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. Because I live, you also will live. See, I'd break into a song again if I could because that's a song, you know, and I I love that song. On that day, they will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them. Listen to this. Folks, this is very, very simple truths for us to live by. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. 
The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. There it is. Those who keep my commands love me. People of God, are we keeping the commands of the Word of God that he tells us how to live? Do we follow them or do we follow the world? If you follow the world, choose today to follow Jesus. Then the one verse here in the midst of all this that comes from John, Jesus isn't saying this, this is John. He says, then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, but the Lord, do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? That's what Judas, not like I said, not Iscariot, the other Judas is saying. And Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Does he come across again for the third time in this passage? Those who love me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and will come to them and make our home with them. He says, our home with them, Jesus and God. Jesus and God are one, but yet we don't understand that. There's a whole depth to perception to that, but we understand what the Word of God says. But, but our home is with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and I will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away, and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of the world is coming. He has no hold over me. He's talking about the enemy. It's talking about Satan. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father, and I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. You know, it's just understanding the truth of God. The Father is greater than I. You know, but there's so many things that are happening. He has no hold over me. The enemy has no hold over Jesus. People of God, if we stand in the presence of God and honor him, he is going to honor us. He is going to put us, he is going to enjoy the presence of us when we get to heaven and receive the power of Almighty God. God wants to do a work in your life. Jesus loves you so very much. He sent the Holy Spirit of God to give us direction, and he does, and he will, if you'll spend time with him, if you believe his word. Like I said earlier in my talk, I was talking about my life and about boneheaded things that I've done. You know what? We all have. And we can move past those things and know that God heals us, God touches us, God gives us wisdom, and he directs our life. You know, read the Proverbs. Proverbs is a book of wisdom, and it gives you some great antidotes to how to live. But more than anything else, put your trust and faith totally in Jesus today. Let him bless your life. Let him lead you. Our Heavenly Father, bless your people today. Oh, God, walk with them. 
be near to them. May the Holy Spirit of God be in the center of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.